Hello, I'm Mark. Welcome to another Microsoft 365 and Teams update for the 13th to the 20th of February. So we're going to have a look initially at some delays. And I don't start with delays to be negative. That's uh, it's a good opportunity to get a recap on some things which are still coming just a little bit further down the line. So we're going to go through some things in Forms, some Outlook, SharePoint Teams, the usual stuff that, that we cover. And then we'll have a look at some bite-sized updates, although I think there's only one this week. And then we're going to have a little look at gaming. I know I don't normally cover gaming, but there's a couple of interesting things uh, to do with Xbox in there. So first up, delays. Teams desktop app for Mac is getting the ability to include computer sound with a meeting. You need to install a little something on the side. So you can see there, there's uh, the user has been asked to install. So it's a little bit late. So look out for that in March, April. Now, the change to the uh, way hierarchical sensitivity labels are displayed in Teams. So you can see on the top example there, it's the, uh, the child of the parent called confidential. So it's confidential, financial, but it, it, traditionally it shows the child, which is finance. Now the one below it isn't different, it's just showing the parent, which is confidential. That's going mid-March to mid-April. Next up, we have Teams meeting lobby settings only invited users can join directly it just means that if someone's had an invite forwarded to them or just they've just been given the link they can't bypass the lobby it just gives you a bit more control over the privacy for your uh, meetings and that's coming um, early to mid-march and this ability here to get a uh, a link to to, to, to your meeting so you, you meet now and you can just tell that link and you can share that so there's a, a few comments on Twitter when I shared about that because I wasn't really sure how that's going to work out. But uh, there's quite a few people actually saying it would be quite useful. So late February to mid-March. So I guess, um, well, we you know, 21st. So anytime now. Okay, so let's have a look at what's going on in Forms. So Forms is pretty good for, for like the average day-to-day -day user. It's, it's a great app, but it's a bit boring. Okay, so you're gonna get the ability to add uh, bold, italics, and underline to your uh, quizzes and your surveys. And you can use that sh the floating toolbar that pops up, or you can use the SharePoint, uh, or you can use the keyboard uh, shortcuts. Availability, uh, sometime in March, that we're rolling out, so look out for that. Next up, we've got an update for Outlook on how you access uh, mail, calendar, people, and to-do. So previously, it's been in the bottom left uh, corner. So imagine this is my full screen here and the bottom left uh, corner when I look at Outlook Online, you can see that I'm looking at my mail, uh, my calendar, my people, but that's gonna move to the top left-hand corner. So you can see it's up here. This here so this is where you work. So when, uh, when I was doing this slide, when I was taking that screenshot, it, it did occur to me, and you can see here actually, this is kind of like a montage of two parts of that uh, screen. I've kind of put two together for you to make it easier for you to see what I'm talking about. But actually, this bit is way at the bottom and miles away from where you're doing your actual work. Now, just to the left of where you spend your time, then the ability to go into your calendar, your people, uh, etc. And also you can see that we've got the other apps here, so we've got to do and the traditional office apps there. So a nice, quick, easy access to navigate around. And they've moved it to where, you, where your eye is and where you're spending your time. Availability is end of February to late April, so a bit of a long one that, but uh, look out for that on for Outlook on the web. SharePoint app bar that features global navigation is coming to SharePoint. So you see here, we kind of it's 
not the best screenshot in the world. So I, I took this from um, from a Microsoft page. Um, so I apologise for it being a bit fuzzy, but you can see there that that um, that app bar just gives you uh, nice easy access to uh, the global navigation sites, uh, news and files. So it just makes it easy for you to navigate around. So like I said, it's in the top left hand corner on a modern page and throughout modern SharePoint pages. Look out for that early to late March. So two and a half, two, two weeks, you might start seeing that. Next up, we've got uh, Teams updated file sharing and access control experience. Now, Microsoft flagged this ages ago. So you're gonna see this now, and this is gonna ring a bell with you, and uh, you, you, you'll, you'll see that actually it's, uh, it'll look familiar to you. So they're just bringing the, the sharing in line with what else you see in Office 365. So I guess namely uh, OneDrive and SharePoint for when you're sharing files. So when, uh, when you when you share a, a file to to a chat or a conversation, you'll have this drop down here that I've just highlighted on the screen. The podcast people, I apologise, just maybe come and look at the video sometime. Um, so you can see I'm highlighting it, and you're going to see the ability just to confirm who can see that file. So can it be anyone, anyone with existing access, uh, people in your organisation, or do you want to be more specific and decide who can see it? So you just get a lot more control over the files that you share in Teams. And this is rolling out mid-March to mid-April. So just a few weeks ago. Now, modern comments in words. So let's have a look at this new experience. So you can see here that we, we've, got, we've, got, we've got the comments here. So this is the, the uh, default view. And now it flicks to the, um, the the chosen view. So you can see here on the screen, we're clicking on comments at the top right corner. Now, the default view, the one that it's showing now, um, it, it the, the comments that have been handled and resolved, they're not shown. So it's only the outstanding stuff. And then when you click on comments, then it shows you everything down that side. So let's have a look at this. So. It unifies how the comments work across uh, the other uh, Office traditional traditional Office apps, Word, Excel, PowerPoint. Um, also, quite nice. Other people can't see your comments until you've actually committed them until you've finished uh, what what you, what you type in, and that's rolling out April. So that, maybe I should have put this into one to watch. It's a little bit further out, but look out for that in Word. Now, dictation in Word and Outlook. So it's getting a new tool, toolbar, which makes it easy for you to create and edit content. And you can change the settings, like you can you can choose um, auto punctuation, profanity filter, uh, change the spoken language. So there's nice simple settings in there. And it's enabled by going to the top right hand corner on the ribbon and clicking on uh, dictate. That is another one rolling out late February right up until uh, late April, so that's, I'm not, I gotta be honest, I don't know why that's got such a long tail, I mean that's, uh, so it's uh, February, um, all of March, all of it. so that's a two month rollout, I don't know why it's so long, but uh, something to look forward to. Text predictions in Word for Windows, so you might have seen something like this last week in, uh, when I was talking about Outlook, so let's have a look at what this does. So you type in away, and it predicts what you want to say, and you click the, the tab key, to take the suggestion, or you just carry on typing if you don't want to. Currently, it's only in English, and of course, you can go into your settings, you can go to File, Account, Manage Settings, and you can turn that on or off if you want to. That has uh, begun for some customers who get their updates early, but for, for the best of us, you expect that to be fully available by uh, early March. So my first 
and only bite size. Introduce, uh, Microsoft are introducing a change in public groups that affect Microsoft Forms users. So this is one of those updates that you kind of think should always have been this way. Okay, but you know, it just isn't, but it's great that they're fixing it. Now, let's say you've got a, a public group in your organization and this form is uh, is in this public group okay now you don't have to be a member of the group uh, people can just go in uh, and access it that's cool but what they can do at the moment is make changes to the form and look at all the results okay and what this is changing is uh, that sure it's public and it's open and anyone can see the form but unless you're a member of the group then you don't have any control over the form and you can't look at uh, all, all, all the results. So just a slight change there, and you might look at that and go, oh, I thought it would have been that way anyway, uh, but it wasn't, And but they're changing it. So yeah, they're just tying up some of those little permissions. And that, I seem to have seen a lot of this over the last three months or so, where they're just tying up loose ends. Like you think about the Teams uh, chat, for example. You know, people who are just pulled into a team chat, then carry on carrying access, to, uh, so, so people call, pull, call into a Teams meeting, uh, you, just, you, just, you just invite someone in, you pull them in, and then bizarrely, they still have access to the chat long after they've gone. So uh, that, that's changing in Teams soon. So just another example of how Microsoft is doing a really good job of just going back and just tying up all these little loose ends. Okay, straying into gaming. I know that's not necessarily what, we, uh, what we're here for because I normally talk about work stuff, but just these couple of things uh, caught my eye. It's just a nice way to, uh, to to wrap up the session. Microsoft have released an Xbox wireless headset in the UK. It's 89.99 uh, and you can pre-order it for the 16th of March. Now, one part of me really likes to look at this. So th those things on the side um, kind of mimic, just bear with me, kind of mimic my Surface headphones. So you, you, know, you, can turn, you can turn the dials at the side. Uh, and you know, to, um, to, to increase or reduce uh, the noise reduction and, and do the volume and you can tap it and, and do stuff. So, so the, uh, the, the, those big dialy things at the side do have some functionality. And part of me just wants to go out and buy it. And I kind of did try, but uh, when, I, when I go to Microsoft store uh, and I try to pre-order it, it just tells me it's out of stock. The sensible side of me wants to wait and then just see what the reviews are like. Uh, if it's if they've carried over any of the technology from the Surface headphones, then this is going to be pretty good. It'll be interesting to see whether that boom, which lifts up by the way, so it's retractable, so it goes out of the way, whether this headset is suitable for uh, for, for work as well. The quality is good there. And uh, one of the other blogs, and uh, if I can remember who it was, um, so I think it was the Windows uh, Windows Weekly, uh, Mary J. Foley and Co. I think it was them. They're commenting on Microsoft. Uh, we're saying that actually you can be gaming and have it hooked up to your work as well. Um, so it's interesting that they even they even mentioned that. But even interested to see whether you can use that for both. But super looking forward to that. And if it's even uh, if it, 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 even remotely good, I think I'll be getting myself some. And if I do, I'll do an unboxing and uh, and comment on here. Okay, so this one, friends, second booster. Here is a really good example of how Microsoft are committed to backward compatibility. And of course, it gives them a massive um, uh, a massive library of games, so it's, it's in everyone's interest that they do this. But they're giving these games a real lease of life for, for the new systems. So the Microsoft um, Xbox Series X and S, um, they're regularly doubling the frame rates 
uh, Arsenal quadruple uh, I, I saw and people are talking about what an amazing job for them they, they've really given luck like, these games are a new lease of life they expect to go back over uh, more games and keep, and keep bringing them out and the great thing is that Microsoft ask nothing of the games publishers and the creators apart from their permission maybe uh, and they just take care of it all so so that's just something it's just it's just a nice way to bring those uh, those games to life okay so we're done so usual things folks if you'd like to get your updates in different ways um of course keep in touch but i will see you next week